VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Uh, anyone need anything before the this record gets started? Uh, no, I think I'm, I'm good to go. Uh, actually, um, do you, Nick, would you mind handing me my water bottle? Uh, it's kind of over on your side of the table. Oh yeah. This one. Yeah. The yellow one. Yeah. There you go. Thanks buddy. What was that? Was that a fucking side quest? It really, did I just complete a side quest? I really appreciate it. I'm thirsty and this is going to quench my thirst. Wait. Wow, okay. Uh, I guess I could use the I, I wanna, Can I do one? I want to do one. Does anybody uh, oh, really? need something? I guess. Can you do one? I guess. <laughs> hey, actually, Matt, I do need your help with something. Okay, sure. Um, I took a few notes on uh, on this game for our record, and I'm wondering if you can... Can you just hand me my notepad? It's right there. Oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. Wow. Good job, hey, Matt. I, I guess, should I, should I say if it works the other way? Uh, hey, Heather, actually, I was like, uh, I'm having trouble connecting to the Wi-Fi locally. Can you just, can you just get on your phone and like just share the password with yeah, me? Yeah, here you go, buddy. Wait. Here you go, buddy. Hey. Thanks. Here. Wait. But I didn't get anything from that. Like I didn't. You, there was that wasn't a. You just made me do something for no experience and no gill. Like I've just like gave you. Oh, the sound effect didn't play. You didn't get. Ex, you didn't get experience. No, I didn't get shit. I just handed you a oh. pass. All right, try try a different one. Well, I still will. Th well, thank no, you. No, fuck you. Get, you. you get Give the me the password thanks. back. Appreciation. I don't want. I'm, I only. All right, fine. All right, fine. Take it. Fine. I'll, I'll I'll delete the password from my okay, Wi-Fi. Let's try it again. There here we here. go. Here I'll we go. Share, no, I'll share it with you, Nick. Here you go. Okay. Wow, thanks for the experience and the, and the, and the gill. You're welcome. What the fuck is this? What? Wait, so you guys can take side quests from me and get experience, and you can give each other experience and side quests, but I don't get any experience or side quests from either of you? Matt, can I do one for you? Here, yeah. here, here. Have my sandwich. Have my sandwich. Oh, thanks. Not was, that was a good sandwich. What? You just fucking, you ate it. Hey, you ate it Jesus so Christ, fast. You Jesus that thing. I'm hungry. Also, I didn't get My any God. fucking. I didn't get anything. Hand me that. It's like you were smuggling a condom into prison. I, just fucking. <laughs> I gotta find it. a way to get these condoms into prison. <laughs> hand me that paper a condom clip. Full okay. of something. Hand me that paper clip. Hand me the paper clip. Just hand me the paper clip. Okay, here. Okay, great. So you. So that's a side quest. So we know the paper clip is active. So sure. I'm going to hand it back to you and see if this. I get any I don't XP. Some mine. No, you have to. I'll take the paper yeah, clip. Okay, great. Here, here you go, Nick. Fucking nothing, man. Nothing. What level here, are you? Hey, Matt, you want this paper don't... clip? Oh, sure. Yeah, actually, I've been looking for something like oh, that. God there you damn go. it. What the fuck? <laughs> what level are you guys? Three. A uh, hundred. <laughs> we pet our good boy Torgal and say... Fuck. As we play, you play Final Fantasy 16 this week on Get Played.
Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. Oh, that's me, Nick Weiger, and I'm here with our third host, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the premiere video game podcast, where this week we are talking about Final Fantasy 16, the we play, you play of this month, year of our Lord, 2023. What is it? Is it August? What are we? July? This is the end of July. Last yeah. week of oh. July, this is released. I don't know what I don't know what's going on in, in Amsterdam, but over here in the US, it's the end of July. I think it'll it, still release, this episode will still release at the end of July, Amsterdam time. I don't think you're that far ahead. No, yeah. Wise. Does it arrive? Yeah, I'm sure. I trust you guys. I've when does seen our episode? The next, I've seen the next United States presidential election, so I don't know how far uh, ahead that puts me. Well, that's at least, well, hmm. What Let me just say, I hope me. a certain someone's getting a second term. I won't say who. <laughs> uh, so, the, the, yes, yes, this is our We Play, You Play. For people who are new to the, the podcast, what we are going to, what this format is, is each month we spend the whole time, uh, the whole episode, talking about one game in depth. And sometimes it's the big new AAA release that everyone's talking about and we're all playing. And sometimes it's a, you know, game from years past that we just want to break down in, yeah. in granular detail but today uh, it's this, final fantasy 16 yeah this time we're playing the sixth final fantasy to have released in the 2000s wow is that which right? is fucking grim it's grim that's not that grim it's we're, we're 23 years in what do you want you want them to, you want no you want like four final fantasies over i want them years? on a fifa schedule babe i want one a year <laughs> how many how many were released from the beginning of final fantasy until the year 2000 that's how many i want that number so which 10 was before 10. that 10 yeah those 10 <laughs> oh so, so, you, you like, want, so wait, you're upset about the the not the you, you think it's a it's too slow of a pace you're not slow. like so many years have passed and we can count how many years uh, have gone by, have, have uh, uh, you know, how, how much of our life has passed us by, by the number of fantasy, Final Fantasies released. You're making the opposite argument. Yeah, I want, I want more Final Fantasies, p- potentially less big. Maybe, That's maybe, maybe we can do more seven, eight, and nine-sized video games, which all came out within a five-year period in the 90s. Yeah, but like, those were big boys. I, I remember this taking taking a while to beat. Maybe I maybe I'm misremembering it because I was younger. So wait, what you're saying is that the size of the game doesn't affect. So then what? What? Why haven't they? Where are we're missing four games? Here's what I'm it's saying. The pro, it's the production values are what take all of the time. It's like it's it's so it's oh, just you know oh, it's like so you okay so you that's the at, thing. I see what you mean because in in 1996. Final Fantasy VII had low production values. No, it looked it, fucking, oh, these games look fucking incredible oh, for the time. Okay, but I'm saying okay, like, just like, okay, so, wait, because you, you need much bigger teams 
because you have to have much more char- detailed character models and environments and you have to have right. fully spoken yes. dialogue and all that shit. Yes. Yeah, I totally am on I'm on your side here, Nick. Mm-hmm. That's why historically we know that Final Fantasy 7 wasn't the most expensive video game ever made. No, it was. Well, I'm saying, oh, but even oh. the most expensive game ever made okay. in 1996 okay. is on a completely different scale from the median game made in 2023. I think Which I is, see what's going on here. I think because Heather's in Amsterdam, uh-huh. the Zoom delay is just like a little different. So like, it's just like, <laughs> it's not that you guys are just like a second off. It's mm-hmm. that there's like a thing happening where you guys are just missing each other's points completely. I see it. I see, yeah, I, I agree. And um, I think they should just reuse assets uh, from all 16 Final Fantasy games and just put a new one out next year. Who cares? Look, the, the Honestly, I bet such... that would do really good business, dude. Yeah. <laughs> And the tools have gotten such that the other side of this, that now you can play a game like Chained Echoes, which came out last year and which is delightful. And that feels like a, you know, that feels like a prestige uh, 16-bit JRPG, but it was made by like a one-person team. Yes. So like that's the other side of it. So the, 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 I, yeah, I don't know. I it'd be, You know what? It'd be cool uh, not to get into Final Fantasy 16 quite yet, but like. You know how you go to with like when when you save your game, you get a like a a a a, a sprite version of all, of your party in there the save goes. game. Yeah, yes. Which is there that that is the kind of thing, and the same thing with with Dragon Quest Eleven, where you can toggle back and forth between the the in the in the um the re release, where you toggle back and forth between the. 2D and the 3D presentation, it just kind of is like, oh yeah, I wouldn't mind. Like if they they would never do this, but they're just like, our next Final Fantasy is just going to be like a total throwback aesthetic. There was a fascinating Final Fantasy 15 because like the mm. world of Final Fantasy 15 was expansive. Like there like there were movies, multiple like secondary chapters that were DLC, but there was also a mobile game which remade the entire game in chibi graphics. So you could play Final Fantasy 15 on your phone, hit all the story beats, and the characters would look like Funko Pops. I mean, let's not compare chibi to Funko Pops. That's unfair to chibi. These ones, you have to see these. Do they look just like Funko Pops? I mean, it's pretty close. Okay. They're charming. It's cute. It's nice that they did that for you because you could also play that one on Switch. Uh, So that's for people that don't have the uh, more powerful hardware. Um, They should do that for The Last of Us. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, my first thought was Death Stranding, like a cheapy (laughs) Sam Porter Bridges. I would actually really like that. I I think that would be on brand for Death Stranding. Yeah, Yeah, that would work. That would totally work. Um. I would love it if there was a Last of Us for Switch in this Funko Pop chibi style and that they pitched up the voices just a little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it'd be like, uh, hey, Ellie, any of your comic books you've been, you've been looking for? <laughs> there is a um, uh, I'm read. I pulled up this article here because I've been seeing this pop up. Uh, just like on my newsfeed, the Switch has its own dollar store Last of Us knockoff, and it's called The Last Hope. Uh, oh, yes. People wanted us to cover this for our game slot format where we talk about uh, yeah. shitty games. Like, Maybe we apparently will. this sucks. 
Well, I, I, I thought I've thought about it, and I was just like, do we want to do this? Do we want to make ourselves play the Switch Last of Us clone? I'll tell you my answer. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that either. <laughs> and everything that <laughs> and anybody listening wants do. us to do, that would be bad. I don't want to do it. Do. <laughs> what we could do is, you know, Mary is such a huge fan of The Last of Us, uh-huh. and she has her Switch here. We could prank her and be like, hey, there's like a, a Last of Us game that came yeah. out for the Switch. And then just let her play it and come on the show. It would be really funny to prank someone you love so much uh, <laughs> yeah. with a really bad thing. Instead of having her come on to do the one thing that she's requested to do a lot, which is Biker, Mike's, <laughs> bi- the biker Mice from Mars. Biker Mice from Mars. I have a little bit more experience having a wife, and I would advise you not to prank your wife. <laughs> I know this new this wife thing is like new to yeah. you, Heather. Yeah, uh, don't do that. <laughs> okay, okay, got it. So you're saying that Final Fantasy VII was a small team for its time? No, <laughs> it was no. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Oh, uh, we have a lot to talk about. We have a it's lot. a big lot, game. We have it's a lot a of game. FF16 to get into. I mean, do we do we we didn't just discuss this beforehand. Do we have any other games to talk about or should we just dive in? I don't want to break format too much. Well, um, I would love to if we don't have a what are we playing right now? I would mm-hmm. love to uh share a World Warrior snippet uh from the last uh week uh or so. I think that would be kind of neat. Well, well, Matt, do you have anything to talk about? Because I have something I could talk about, but also we fuck? don't. You're saying like, <laughs> no, I don't want to. If we're gonna, if we all have something to say for what are you playing, we can do what are you playing. But if, but if we've all been playing Final Fantasy 16, we just want to dedicate not a what, to that. This is a, not a what are you playing. I know, it's but this could warrior. slot into the what are you playing slot. What are you saying here, man? Let's You've do been World Warrior. An, an, Final an Fantasy Seven had a small team for the time. <laughs> The only update that I have, it, it's small. It's not even like I don't even know if it's worth. Like, let's mentioning. skip it. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. We'll yeah. talk about wh- what are you playing? I don't know why. What I'm are you playing? playing? Oh, hey, guys, gotta no. do it. What, hey, what's going on? I I we heard just, you needed a segment intro, so here I am. No, we were just what saying. What are you playing? We were just saying we're not gonna do it this week because we have a big game to talk about. Yeah, we just you know. I was so maybe going to cut that, and then now that you're here, I feel like I have to well, use. Now we're obligated. To I got to use you because we have to pay you. Yeah. Hey, there's, there's nothing wrong with padding an episode, especially when you have so much to talk no, about. No, that's so actually not. Makes it worse. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say really quick. Uh, I'll, okay, well, I'll just do it. Real yeah, quick. you're right, Matt. What are you playing? I'm playing Final Fantasy IV, uh, and I'm I'm really enjoying Hell it so yeah. far. Hell yeah! And what, where where are you at? Like, what uh, just happened? I, I just got the monk character. The okay, oh okay. So I'm pretty early on still, yeah. um, but I really like I like him. I can't remember what his name is off the dome right now. Um, 
But what I the things I like about it so far is that uh, I I didn't hate the job system in three. I like having to pick jobs, but I like that every character has their own thing and their name. Like I don't care about naming characters, so like they just have their own identities, which is cool. Uh, I think that's the first in the series to have that so far. Um, and I like everybody's looks. Everybody looks really cool. Um, and yeah, everybody's individual powers are neat. Uh, the one thing I don't like is like the charge. I, I don't know if you've experienced, if you guys have played four, uh, yeah, played, I played the shit out of four. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like the charge aspect of battling. Like mm. you have to like, there's like a charge meter. You mean yeah. the active, the sort of like active time battle thing, the whole the way the whole system works? Well, not really. Like I, it, this one feels a little different. Like, like because I, I, to me, like active time battle is like, or turn based. I guess is what I'm mm-hmm. thinking. But like, I guess maybe this is a little different. Like, there's like a little charge meter in between. Maybe it is like a, a slight difference. I feel like at least with uh, like a turn-based thing, it's like, okay, it's your turn to attack now, blah, 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 and you can go. Active time, they're attacking me while I'm like still charging up, and I'm like, okay, well, like it's not even your turn yet. I'm wait- I can't even do anything. Yes, yet. so this, no, this yeah. was a, this, this was a design choice. I mean, okay. this is like the whole thing. I, like, I actually, I, I, I like it, and it's a thing that, you know, uh, it, it it's, I think what's I I think like 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 because turns are not based pure, purely on sequence. It's not like mm-hmm. okay each each one goes in this exact same order each round. It's like you like it's it's based on you know attributes of those individual characters, your your party members and and the enemies, and so it kind of like I don't know. It adds a little bit of it adds a little bit of action, a little bit of of. of uh, tactical decision making, yeah, you know, in terms of like how you're going to pace things out, in terms of how you're going to order your attacks. But I'm sorry, you're you're talking about your opinion, your take on it. I don't need to be defensive of this. No, no, no. It's okay that you like it. Game. No, uh, no. I, here's the thing about it is that it's new to me mm-hmm. in the series so far, so I haven't experienced it that much. It, it's very possible that it, it can grow on me and that I will change my mind. Um, because I, uh, so far, otherwise, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and. I am excited to I've like gone full I basically have every Final Fantasy game loaded on my Switch that is playable on Switch except for the mobile 15 cuz I'll play 15 on my PS5. Uh so I have 1 through 6 on the cartridge, I have 7, 8 and 9. They've all been on sale recently. So I'm going to do this. Wow. Uh You're going to you're going to play 12? I'm going to play 12 Zodiac Age. Yeah, I I plan to do it. Uh, I plan to play ten and ten two. Uh, My friend, and then I've been seeing people in the Discord. I've been seeing people in the Discord say, "Play fourteen, because sixteen and fourteen have some similarities." And maybe when I'm done with all of them, I'll finally dip my toes into fourteen. Because if I if I get into fourteen now, it's over. That's been my whole issue. I just like to start playing fourteen. I'm not going to play anything else. You and I have have dabbled in fourteen, haven't we? Yeah, but I, mean, I, mean, I, like, I never got thoroughly deep. I never got super deep into it. I'll let yeah. you know when I do it. And if you guys want to come with me, you can. Hmm. I, it's I just mean, like these things. Anytime I play an MMO, it takes over my life. Yeah. It's like I kind of leak need to, to just not do it. I. Nick, I what else I, you got I, right now? Literally. I don't know. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we could play it while Two we're hours recording. Every week. Oh, I guess I, I could. Eleven took so much from me. Mm, that it sounds took bad. So much. <laughs> I 
I don't want to do it anymore. Never mind. Uh, what, what, what about you guys? Well, uh, I, I did go longer than I, I thought. What, what did, well, I also yeah. interrupted you. Uh, no, it's but okay. yeah, it's, it's, if the active time battle is rubbing you right now, like because that's like a system that's present, I think, in all of them up through nine. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, just be ready. I'll, I'm ready. I'll, I, 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 I'm committing to doing this. And um, I don't think that's that's not enough of a thing to dislike for me to f- completely fall off. So that's I I'm fine. I'm okay. Uh, I'll talk real quick, which is just I'll touch on um, Diablo Four. Uh, season one started this oh. uh, be- between the last record and this episode's. Uh, release. I know that we've had it started before our last episode released, but we recorded before that st- it started. Uh, here's the thing. I, I mean, based on my experience with it, I'm and I want to be clear here. I'm not complaining. It's difficult to launch a game of the scale. It's difficult to, you know, when, you, when you're doing season one, this is like the kind of thing of like you're going to figure out what's working and what's not, and you're going to iterate on it. But I'm just going to wait for season two uh, because there are things like, so first off, you can't use your existing character to access the new content. You have to start a new like seasonal character, which is a little bit disorienting. Mm-hmm. I, I understand it. I, I know that's that's a thing with a lot of these season-based games. I want to say that was even the case with, with uh with three but maybe i'm misremembering it um you know the mounts are still not super fun uh i i think they're gonna figure that they're gonna maybe simplify that or something though again I, I i trust these teams to figure it out uh and then the the big thing is just navigation i think that's the main issue with it right now it's just like there's this pin system that doesn't really work you end up kind of buried in your mini map a lot you're tabbing in and out of it uh or you're just looking at the little corner of your screen that shows you where you're supposed to go mm-hmm. because it is such a game based on like hey going to this waypoint to achieve this particular objective and so i think they're i don't know what they're gonna i don't know if they're gonna go back to like the 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 old school style map overlay where it's just over basically your your play space they've been trying to avoid that or been saying it's it's technically difficult for whatever reason but you know i i i think just some adjustments some 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 balance tweaks some adjustments some quality of life things all need to be integrated for me to uh, uh spend more time with this uh, i'm glad i played through the initial i'm glad i played the campaign effectively single player i had a lot of fun with it uh and i'm sure at some point in the future i will return to it but that's my experience uh with season one i think that mirrors the consensus uh heather you have a world warrior segment Yeah, it's time for Heather Ann Campbell World Warrior, our international segment. And um, this week, I've got a anecdote from a Polish listener whose name is, and I hope I say this pronunciation correctly, uh, Jarosław and or Jarosław, Jarosław, that could be it. Um, And uh, they sent... This uh, audio clip, um, which is from the Dendi, a uh, series of home video game consoles and unofficial hardware clones of Nintendo's third generation Famicom. This was a, um, a, a device sold mostly in Russia and post-Soviet countries. Um, and I heard I, in, in, in Soviet Russia, Famicom plays you. Oh my god. That's actually really tough. Anyway, Matt, you wanna you wanna play this? This is apparently a menu from a a, a 
9,999 games in one system. Wow. And uh, this was like the the menu select that would allow you to choose from these these 9,000 games. My favorite, there's only three comments on this video. One of them is like, you know, holy shit. Uh, what is it? It's, bruh, I have tears in my eyes. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Because I think that there were kids who played this. Yes. And, you know, don't see it lionized like other uh, game systems. Yeah. But then one of the other comments is in, uh, in I believe, Russian. And... <laughs> Depending on where you translate it, it's either just a buzz, childhood spent dancing, or just bliss, spent my childhood with tanks. Uh, wow. <laughs> anyway, I want to read this, uh, this um, anecdote that he shared, so you can tune this down. <clears throat> first things first. The fall of communism in 1989 had a huge impact on what media I consumed as someone born in 1990. The peculiar thing of being a 90s kid in Poland was that you were actually an 80s kid at the same time due to the flood of Western media from 80s mm. and 90s caused by the aforementioned end of communism. Hence, Polish children born in the 90s were usually fans of both 80s series like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or DuckTales, as well as 90s staples like Power Rangers. Video game console scene in the 90s were almost non-existent, except for one particular platform. Yes, we had Atari 2600, 7800, Lynx, Sega Master System, and Amiga had official releases in Poland, but most were completely unavailable. So we had the so-called Pegasus, which was a clone of the Japanese Famicom. Since there was no copyright law in Poland until 1994, the company that owned Pegasus was able to sell Famicom games without any licenses. Pegasus was extremely popular in Poland due to the fact that its counterfeits were readily available on marketplaces. Apparently, they later tried to sell Super Pegasus, Pegasus Game Boy, as well as Power Pegasus, which was a clone of the Sega Mega Drive, but without much success. I've never encountered any of them. Speaking from my personal experience, I've had one of the Pegasus fakes in 1993. The unofficial cartridges were available via our local market and cost the equivalent of $2, a quarter to trade one of the previously bought ones. One of my early childhood memories is a menu for the aforementioned 9,999 games in one cartridge uh, as such collections that actually had a maximum of 10 games were the most common ones. I never had a Super NES or Nintendo 64, as there was no official Nintendo presence until much, much later in Poland. Sometime later, I got a classic Game Boy with Metroid 2 and a boy in his blob from an uncle who had gotten it from a friend who had imported it from the USA. But it was broken and simply impossible to get the parts in Poland, so I never got to play it. My next Nintendo console was a beautiful purple translucent Game Boy Color from the same uncle who bought it from me during his trip to the USA. GameCube had virtually no presence in Poland. Wii and DS could be bought via online stores, but only around the release of the Wii and 3DS, of the Wii U and 3DS, did Nintendo products actually start appearing in stores due to a Czech company who became a sole Nintendo distributor in Poland. Can you, I'm, wow. as an aside, that's recent. 
Yeah. Nowadays, it's more or less the same as in other countries, but the market prices seem not to be adjusted to the actual wages, and therefore it's more expensive to be a Nintendo fan here than, say, in the in the USA. Due to our history with the unavailability of video game consoles, PC has been the most popular platform for gaming throughout the years, with Sony qu- consoles quite a distance behind them. As with your experience in Amsterdam, Xbox is not doing that well, but it never actually did. So that was from, uh, again, uh, I think that's uh, Yaroslav is my guess. Uh, He provided me with a pronunciation and I'll be damned if the pronunciation also makes any sense. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. (laughs) It's a lot of Final Fantasy. I hear hear, like talking like that a lot lately. (laughs) I'll be damned. Like that sort of thing. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I didn't know any of this. And it was so fucking cool to read it. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That's great context. Like it's it's we, we talk. I mean, I I know that when I lived here previously, it was harder to come by video games. But here like being Amsterdam. Yeah, here in Amsterdam. Not wherever it was harder to hearing come. the podcast listener. I am. Yeah. I'm living in your trunk listener. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now it's it's. It doesn't like, as I mentioned, you can go into a store and there's stacks of PS5s here. So it's very, very different. I also pointed out to you guys uh, earlier on text that there is a GameCube only store here in Amsterdam. Which is baffling to me. Like, not a good idea in the early 2000s, even. (laughs) (laughs) Do it now. It's bold. (laughs) They sell retro refurbished systems, games. Con- like I, I, maybe it's maybe it's a smash thing i don't know but mm, um, sure but anyway uh thank you so much for for messaging uh me here uh as we continue our journey into the european market with get played um i said that i would have a date for a get played euro get together i don't have that date yet but i will announce it on our official twitter which is at get played uh, you or... mean X? Oh fucking hell! It's X. I mean, We're gonna. X. You'll, we'll put it on the show's X. It's we'll, X now. We'll put it on X, but it'll also be. I'll repost it on my own X account. You'll zed it. I think is oh, what, what, oh, what it is. Jesus Christ! Zed it. And it'll also be on Blue Sky Threads and Instagram. <laughs> so, uh, and our Discord, our Discord. Hey, yeah. there you go. Yeah, it'll it'll be on the Discord. Discord, good. But it'll be happening sometime in August. So uh, I'm really excited to meet and hang out with you guys. Uh, I really appreciate that 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 email you sent in, uh, Yaroslav. I apologize if I'm butchering your name. Uh, but uh, that because that, the only thing I really know about the Polish gaming scene is CD Projekt Red. And, you know, their origin alone is kind of fascinating where they began as a CD-ROM distributor. Like they start they they and then they got in, they parlayed that success into developing software, which is kind of amazing that they were their whole thing was like, you know, importing like Baldur's Gate for for PC and and and. Uh, you know, pressing that to CD for that market. And then there's like, hey, well, you know, we're making good money from this. Why don't we make our own games? And they make the fucking Witcher franchise. And uh, it's um, but yeah, all that all that stuff is really cool. And I'm glad that, uh, hey, it, it fucking rocks that everyone that most of the world now has its own gaming scene and its own development scene. 
Yeah, we're we're living in a really beautiful era of video games here in the end of days. It's great. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of this era of video games, it's time for our We Play You Play for Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy 16, we talked about Final Fantasy 14 earlier, has a lot of Final Fantasy 14 uh, staff as part of its credits, um, chiefly its producer Naoki Yoshida, uh, main director Hoshi Takai, creative director and the writer of this game, uh, Katsutoyo Mahiro, and the localization director, and this is a big role I think for our experience, is Michael Christopher Koji Fox, who has been with Square NX4 uh, and and with the Final Fantasy team for like 20 years now. Uh, also, uh, I should shout out the composer, uh, Masayoshi Soken, because this is a really good score. And I think this is also something that a lot of people have had a positive reaction to from this game. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'll, 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 I, I, I want to I want to not dominate this discussion uh, because I know I I've, based on your hours, everyone's reported. I played this game the least of the three of us. Uh, Matt, true? you have finished this game. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I got. 64 hours logged on this bad boy. Um, And it's the first modern Final Fantasy game that I've beaten. I have previously taken down one and two, three on the DS, and now three in the Pixel Remaster as well. Um, And then now N16. And that's it. Those are the only <laughs> Final Fantasy games that I've uh, completed. Uh, and I mean, I talked about this a little bit, you know, leading up to this record. The, like something happened to me. Like, I don't know. I think maybe like my like my gaming muscles were just like ready to go after Tears of the Kingdom. I just had played a big mm. game, so maybe I was in a better place to take down such a big game like this. Um, but I also think this Final Fantasy game is more designed for me and the games that I like to play in general because it's a single character story like action game. It's a character action yeah. game, yeah. And that's yeah. my shit. That's I love that. <laughs> like that, I don't know. Like it. So it was just I couldn't. I couldn't put it down. I couldn't pull myself away from it. Uh, I said out loud to my girlfriend, "I think I'm addicted to this video game." And she said, "I yeah, I know. Yeah, no shit, idiot. Yeah, it's all you do. <laughs> it's all you talk about." Uh, but I yeah, I immediately was like, uh, "Do I start a?" Uh, New Game Plus. I don't know if I'm going to do that right now. And then no sooner did I say that to you guys, I did start one. <laughs> but, wow. But I, wow. I, but I haven't picked it up since uh, since last week because I know that there's just other things that I want to be doing. Uh, and maybe I'll do a, a New Game Plus because I want to build the Ultima weapon. But anyway, well, that's like a whole that's a whole other part of the discussion. But Heather, what about you? Where'd you where did you guys get to? I guess we can just, you know, or how you played the least, Nick. I'm, yeah, I'm about 15 hours. Okay, in. that's like not uh, nothing. Which is, yeah, but it's like, it's, 
it's it, you know it's it's not nothing for a committing your t- like hours of your life to a task but in terms of like tackling this game in particular final fantasy mm-hmm. game i feel like i've you know i got a lot to go uh but uh, heather how about you um i am about 36 hours into the game wow uh which my playstation menu tells me is 63% finished mm-hmm. um which tracks with your total playtime map uh I don't know how we there are so many spoilers in a game like this. Anything you talk about the story is going to be spoiling that story for somebody. Well, we like, can stay out of we can stay out of spoiler country. Uh, yeehaw for the the first part of the episode. And we can talk. There's a lot to talk about in terms of systems and progression and so on. I'm going to lead off with something. OK, that's a take. I don't like this game as much as other Final Fantasy games. And the reason being is that it's not weird. Hmm. You it don't is, think this game is weird? I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Like, when I think about Final Fantasy games, for me, they are so weird. They are so quirky and specific and kind of playful. And I think that that is all the way through Final Fantasy 15, which is about, you know, the four bros who go on a road trip. And it's like, oh, this is like some kind of fever dream mishmash of American Southwest and high fantasy with like crazy vistas and technology and then also cars and clothing that seem to be designed by uh, Louboutin. Mm-hmm. And Rolls Royce. Like it is a very weird mashup. And then additionally to that, you have layers of the game that are like the official Coleman brand is in the game and yeah. Cup Noodles is in the game. Like it is a very weird game. And then the other, the, the mainline game that came before that, Final Fantasy 13, uh, start a character who had a chocobo living in his afro like it's it's the they're weird worlds and this feels like a traditional fantasy if you it feels a lot to me like these um stormlight archive books that i'm reading by brandon sanderson they're mm-hmm. like big fantasy stories that feel kind of familiar and have like that sort of political intrigue and the, um, you know, the the long dead gods and like all that stuff that you find in a lot of Western fantasy. So I also think that the success of the game, because it has been massively successful, like it is hugely successful. Yes. Is means that all of these choices were calculated and were an attempt to make a very successful final fantasy game and it was and and they succeeded it was so uh the uh, the game director and this is in a this is in a gamestop uh, profile but the game director uh who i i, I mentioned earlier uh, uh hiroshi takai is like a huge fan of 
got the God of War franchise and specifically mm-hmm. modeled a lot of this off of God of War. Like that was part of the the design approach. And you can feel that. Yeah, you definitely can. So here's the thing. Part of the reason I played this game the, the least of any of us is because I was initially extremely enthusiastic about it. I loved the presentation. I really liked the world. I thought that I think the combat and I still really love the combat is an absolute hoot. It's it's really just super refined and well implemented has an incredible flow to it as i played it more my enthusiasm waned Mm. and coming into this episode i was a little worried this was going to be a two-on-one with the two of you like having a lot of enthusiasm for this game and maybe i'm one over maybe by that you know honestly that was my hope i was like maybe after this episode i'll hear both of you two raving about this game and i'll be like yeah and i'll give it i'm gonna give it the second second chance i'll see this thing through the end but now I'm realizing it, it's a two-on-one with me and Heather against Matt. <laughs> so the tables have turned. Here's the thing. Apple so, now you're, so now you're like, now I feel good because I'm winning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, well, and here's the thing. No, I mean, I don't. No, I, I want to hear keep Keep going, please. I was going to say, like, I don't uh, give a flying fuck what you think about this game. No, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not on um, defense for liking it or finishing it. Yes. Like I, if you guys, cause there are things in it that I don't like. For example, Heather called out that it's a pretty traditional Western fantasy story. And it really is specifically because there are only white people in this game. That's crazy. That is so crazy. Um, in like a game where you could put anything in it. <laughs> like it's, a, you know, it's like you could just not have it only be white people. Uh, it's also counter to what, uh, uh, you know, as I was saying, is counter to conventions that have been established in Final Fantasy canon in the past. Yes. Like you're playing Final Fantasy IV right now. That's very much not the case with that. Cast. No, not at all. But, but... You know, like, 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 again, if you're if uh, if they're going for a super traditional, I don't want to make this argument defending no. it. like like they clearly had a calculation to be like, this is going to be a super traditional high fantasy modeled off of Lord of the Rings modeled off of, uh, you know, which has an exclusively white cast, yes. a, a, a Game of Thrones, which has an almost, you know, a mostly white cl- white cast. It's like clearly they they had modeled it off of Western fantasy, which establishes that template. Absolutely. And and it's coming from a Japanese team. So like culturally, it's like a a little bit you know i mean like all this shit is like there's a I, yeah. I, I don't know i think it's a little bit more complicated than uh than the optics of it but i i agree it's not great it's not ideal yeah and i will say there are stretches in the game in like in like probably around where heather's at maybe like right before that where you're you're sort of just kind of going through it or at least i felt like i was just like i just have to get to the end of this by the time i had put like 40 hours in I was like, I have, this has to be over. I have to be done with this. Like, not because I wasn't necessarily enjoying like the combat or like the story of it all, but I was just sort of like, I'm done. Like I, I, I've played enough of this where I, if this was over right now, I would be fine. Um, Cause I think the story has, the story has um, waves to it where some of the story I'm pretty interested in and why I want to know what's going on. And then the rest of it, I'm sort of like, well, I know this or like, I'm, I, you know, more of this, this is what we're still doing. Like we're, we're still on this part of it. We're in this part for a while. The end, I will say, I think is worth getting to like, it's like, okay. Yeah. I think All right. it, that's an endorsement. The end is great. And I think the final big set piece, the final, like, Mm-hmm. is 
one of the most fun parts of the game. I like I was there's like one uh like icon fight that I think is better than everything in the game. But uh I think the end is is worth it and I think the end is good. Well, I'm not I'm not going to quit the game. Okay. Like I I I might quit the game, but keep going. <laughs> Final Fantasy games have been so much a part of my like conscious pop culture experience yeah. that I feel like I owe it to the game mm-hmm. to finish it. Um and it is really bittersweet because it takes so fucking long for these games to come out. And, you know, as I've said on the show before, I fucking platinumed 15. Yes. Like, right. I loved 15. And I know that it was not a hugely, like, even in Final Fantasy fans, like, in, in your backpack of games, a lot of people aren't going to put 15 in, in that backpack. But I was like, fuck this. I mean... This totally has its hooks in me. And there's nothing in 16 which is sinking its teeth into me. It's not weird enough. The relationships aren't, like, dynamic enough. Like, the the four boys in 15, you love those boys. Mm-hmm. Like, you love the way they relate to each other. Like, you love the way that they physically interact with each other on the battlefield like there's a lot of like there's a lot of like when prompto does something and he falls down doing it and another character comes over and like helps him up and then they high five and then they get back into the fight and that's all like animation that is dynamic and isn't scripted like there's such an aggressive animation engine in the uh in the fighting in 15 between the guys and in this i'll have party members and they might as well not even be in the party like clive is just wrecking fucking house and everything on the screen is like lightning and fire effects um or you know fucking smoke I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil something. Don't spoil anything. Don't spoil. We're staying out of spoiler country. Okay. Just well, don't I don't know. Spoil is, is, is a power a spoiler? Is is yes. a is, is an icon attack a spoiler? Yes. I just feel like I really got to say it. No, you can't say it. First <laughs> off, I don't even know what you're saying. So with 36 hours into the game. Our listeners may not know what you're saying. I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have finished this, but some, uh, but also we have listeners who like don't even play the game. So like we were covering every it, 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 uh, every demographic will be covered by people who are listening to the pod. Uh, can it, I cryptically say this? Yes. If you know me, and you know the stuff that I like, okay, you know that there's one that I love, and that's all I'll say. Okay, so at some point you get a power where Bulbasaur rides a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, here, here, I want to, I want to be like not a fuddy duddy here because I, I think people may be like, 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 hey, Weiger, you're fucking old, fuddy duddy, true. Uh, yeah, you're a fuddy duddy, you old ass fuddy duddy. <laughs> you're saying shit like that uh, into your car stereo I'm right go now. Go to Fuddruckers, you fuddy duddy. 
I f- I'd love to go to Fun Rock. I, I wish there was what? one standing. I wish I I would go there today. <laughs> uh, the stuff I love about this game, and the reason I was like this fucking rocks through my first like six hours of playtime is the new stuff. The stuff I really have a lot of enthusiasm for is the are the things that they added to Final Fantasy 16. The stuff that that disrupts uh, a, a lot of what they've established in the the previous uh, the previous games. I think the combat system is so fun. It I think it's just sucks. like the flow state it you get into it sucks. It sucks. Okay, you're gonna say you're saying it sucks. <laughs> I, 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 I do want to get to this, uh, but I think it's so fun. I think getting into the, you, I think you, you immediately get into the flow state. Once I switched it, so I was using the shoulder buttons, uh, you know, from soft style to, for the combat. I just had. Uh, I just had an, an absolute blast with it. I do really like the staggering system for both mini bosses and bosses. I think that's like great. And I think it's really satisfying when you stagger an enemy and you just get to fucking wallop on them for a while. The only issue I have with it is, well, I have a few issues with it. One, I wish it that it, it feels like for a game that is so leaning into, you know, elemental attacks that the element should have some effect other than just dealing raw Agreed. damage. Agreed. That's yeah. really Agreed. strange that it's just purely an aesthetic difference. The other thing is just, and this is partly why I kind of got, I fell off of it. This may be the main reason why I fell off of it beyond the story uh, feeling kind of generic, which was touched on is that it's just so easy. It's just such a brain dead difficulty level that I just never really felt like I was having any sort of challenge with anything and that bummed me out okay but the but the the actual system is a blast okay i will amend my statement because Mm -hmm. that is my complaint with the combat system is i have no idea if it's a good combat system because i've never used a fucking potion like (laughs) i'm 36 hours into this fucking game and my potions are capped like you can only carry four or six or whatever the fuck it is. And whenever you collect one on the battlefield, if you're, if you've even taken like a hit, like it will, it will heal you up so that that one hit is, is gone. And I I, I just, I just, 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 just interject on that real quick. Cause I do actually like that system. Since you have a cap on the number of potions you can carry, when you come across an extra potion in the wild, it automatically uses it when you pick it up. I think that's a great, implementation love it but there is i think something broken in a game where there's like (laughs) i use like i'm i'm and i'm i know oh heather is so good at games oh she's such a oh heather's so cool oh she's like the best one she's awesome she's she's not a funny daddy like weiger fucking hard but the but balancing potion use yeah. is part of the Final Fantasy experience. It's, you know, risk and reward and sometimes risk and failure. And taking those risks and pulling off something in older Final Fantasy games or like skin of your teeth beating a boss with no potions left and you're like out of spells or you're out of uh, magic. Like that was part of, for me, the difficulty curve of Final Fantasy games was there was something that could happen. Whereas I don't like there's it's so like as soon as there are S level marks on the fucking uh, monster board, I'm hunting those marks and I'm doing it when I have no party members. 
because I'm yeah. like, at least this is interesting, sort of. But Mary was watching the game and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you're just hitting this guy forever and he's not dying. And I was like, yeah, this is the that's a monster system. And she's like, is he hurting you? And I was like, nope. <laughs> it it feels like the evasion window is pretty generous. And even the invasion, the window for a, what was it called? The prestige evasion? What do you call it when you get a precision you get like dodge one? or yeah, precision dodge. Yeah. yeah. When you get a precision dodge, which feels super satisfying, get a precision yeah, dodge, follow great. precision well, counter. I like slides, but it's so cool. It yeah. looks fucking terrific. It looks awesome. It feels great. It's really satisfying. It would be more satisfying. You felt like, oh, hey, I achieved something here. Not that I'm just like, hey, the window's wide enough where it's just easy for me to, to string these together. And the same sort of thing with the counter system, which I, you know, I feel like I do more counters by accident because I'm just doing a flurry of attacks. Like, oh, okay, I did a counter there. Okay, there we go. The the greatest feeling in video games is, I think, a parry in Street Fighter Three. A parry in Dark Souls slash Elden Ring. Uh, and those moments are are such immense risk in order to achieve the effect. Like you are like literally letting down your guard and perhaps taking full damage or you are negating all of the damage and you are and you're achieving the thing. And th this just feels weightless. Can it I, pumps me out. Can what, I offer Matt? a counter and then lodge Please. a different complaint? Oh, precision I, I, Matt, counter. I really, I'm I'm here to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I'm here to hear your defense of this game because I know you love this game. I want to love this game. Me I, there's too. nothing more I'd like more than to play the new Final me Fantasy too. and be like, this is my shit. You guys are complaining, or not complaining, critiquing. Yes, the difficulty of this game. One of my favorite things about this game. Is that it's easy. <laughs> if this game was hard and it was this, if this game was hard and it was presented as it is right now, I probably wouldn't like it so much. Like, mm -hmm. there's like a good chance that if it was harder, I wouldn't have finished it, right? Because, like, sure. I don't know. Uh, there were a couple times that I died and was like mad. And I was like, okay, like that sucks. And then I would just do it like two more times and be like, oh, like I just needed to remember to to dodge or whatever like that's like that's it like it's you can basically win any encounter uh if you're just remembering to do the things that you're supposed to be doing i was worried several times while playing that i was gonna break my uh square button because i was just smashing that thing like crazy right uh yeah but and so that's maybe a, a critique that i have of it as well as that i don't think uh, as far as attacks go, that there's enough variance in the buttons like uh, that you you could be pushing because like I'm gonna tell you right now, if I'm not using one of the icon bowers, I'm not pressing triangle. I don't. I'm not trying to throw a fireball at anybody. I'm not doing that. Like that's just not how I'm playing the game at all. Uh, that's a waste of a button push to me. Oh, um, man, we we play differently. <laughs> yeah, I like throwing things. I, I, I'm I getting try, in there I and I'm and... destroying. My goal in any encounter is to kill the enemy without breaking the combo. So okay, yeah. my 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 chain of combat is the uh four slashes to knock them down while charging my magic with my second finger cuz as I've said yeah. I I hold the controller like a claw for this yeah. game. Uh 
then releasing the charged magic, which is a launcher, so they'll fly up in the air, then doing the strike magic, strike magic, strike magic uh, combo, then the downward slash, which brings them back down to the the ground so that I can charge the magic and launch them again. And Mm -hmm. I just try and with each enemy... If if they can be knocked down, then it's yeah. Even then, though, it's like well, I feel like I'm typing the same word over and over again. My, welcome, welcome, yeah. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> My battle strategy was this: start an encounter. Oh, this is not if it's like just like on the field encounters. If it's boss or a hunting sort of situation, chugging a lionheart potion a, what? a lionheart potion or whatever that's called Wait, what's that that's the one that increases your um your like special meter okay or like it makes it so that for a period of time it grows or it fills faster uh than normal uh okay. so i'm chugging that doing the stone skin one for defense and then the i can't remember what the one's called for attack like that makes you stronger uh, strength tonic. Strength tonic. Yeah, that, I think that's yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Um, then with a full, uh, like special meter. R three L three baby, locking that in, getting getting that out there, bursting, going nuts. Sure. Then I'm cycle. I had I had a a good, uh, like icon build. I had specific ones, especially late game that I really liked and that cooled down differently so like by the time one was done like by the time i got through all of them it would sort of that, like okay yeah. that is fun when you start getting other icons and you can t- and toggle between them and monitor their cooldowns yes. and just like like that that sort of spinning plates is is a lot of fun and again speaks to my enthusiasm for the combat as i and i and late game there's some great ones there's some really great ones that are that are awesome is there's they're so fucking cool i'm cycling through those and then when i'm done when those are like cooling down i'm just fucking breaking that square button talk just like just like just smashing that thing dude <laughs> and uh and then just winning and and then and, and then going on and doing something else uh one of my complaints that i teased you get this you every after every sort of like main encounter you're back at the hideaway right and the hideaway is like your sort of hub before you can go back out into the the main world and, yes, and yeah, do side yeah. quests or main quests or whatever you want. You have the blacksmith and you have oh, fuck. What's the blacksmith's name? You have Charon the Blackthorn. Uh, Blackthorn the blacksmith, of course, and Charon is like the items person uh, or Charon, I think. Uh, and you can always buy new items or craft new items with the uh, um, blacksmith, and then. Uh, you can um, like increase their effectiveness with the blacksmith as well. Uh, I yes. can't remember what that's that's called at the moment. Um, they have almost no. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it almost it, doesn't that, matter okay. because you can just buy yes. the next one, and then you're just a little stronger for a little bit of time until you can get the next one, and then it's like, who cares? This this is the, okay. This is basically my biggest complaint with the game. <laughs> 
is that these things that are so, so fun in RPGs and have been very fun in past Final Fantasies, uh, you know, not that crafting is necessarily a big element, but, you know, an element in other RPGs, uh, resource collection and crafting and then an upgrading equipment or just getting new equipment like that is so such a big part of progression in one of these games beyond just your levels going up, which also I feel like your levels going up don't really feel, they feel really incremental, doesn't feel like it uh, affects things much. Because it's all anchored in one uh, main town hub, uh, and because you just sort of like reach a next the next node in the story uh, and and there's just like, hey, there's new equipment available. Hey, there's new upgrades available. It all feels arbitrary and abstract. And I think part of the fun of adventuring is like, oh, wow, I'm in a new world. I'm in a new town. I'm in a new biome. And look, they have new gear here and this new gear does different stuff or like, oh, wow, I found this new resource. What does this resource do? And all that stuff to me just feels completely uh, you know, generic and doesn't feel like it has. It, it feels like you're just going through the motions in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of of upgrading your character. There's also in those games frequently trade offs. Like it'll be like, well, this Great this point. sword has a higher magic, uh, attack, but a much yes. lower standard strike, and so it's like, well, what is my play style? And none of that is present here. I am 36 hours into this fucking game and I have never bought anything. Like I've, I've, I ha- like I have, I have hundreds of thousands of gill and I go to the fucking stores and I'm mm-hmm. like, the only thing that I can buy is the music for the jukebox because there's no gear. There's like, I also feel like I run in video games where you can spend money, I run poor. Yeah. Like anybody who's played Fortnite with me knows that I never have money because if there is a something to spend the money on in the game, I will exhaust my coffers in order to get the latest equipment or re-roll a thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And with this, it's like, by the time I go to the fucking blacksmith, like whatever the fancy sword is, I've already hunted everything on the board because that's the first thing I do when I go into town is I hunt monsters because I'm like, at least there's a, a like at least the big marks are a little bit more interesting with their spell casting or something like there's a there's a fucking eyeball monster that can kill you in one hit. And I was like, ooh, this I know this spell. I know to avoid whatever this this thing is. And I know it's going like this is this is something worth having a little bit of a fight with. But like I should I shouldn't be I mean, yeah, he's a prince or whatever, but like I shouldn't be fucking rich as shit. Like it should always be like, am I going to get a high potion or am I going to get an elixir like that feeling? A fun thing you can do with that gill at the bar at the hideaway you can buy a round for everybody and it costs 10,000 gil. And everybody really likes that. That's a hoot. That's like kind of fun. Uh, but you mentioned the the hunt board and I simply must mention that the, the proprietor of the hunt board is the sole Moogle of the game and his name is Nectar. And I love him. <laughs> yeah, he's great. That's great. 
He's great, and he almost wasn't in the game. Shut apparently. up, Nectar. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw that too, and I can't. I, Too I can't weird. Imagine. Too weird in this Final Fantasy game to have a Moogle in here. What's the, going on? The, so the Chocobo theme only plays for two bars and then drops out, and you ha- because the Chocobo theme's too weird. Like it's there's. <laughs> Fuck! This is Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within the game. It's not <laughs> Nick. They ran away from Final Fantasy. They made the spirits within it's the game. It's not that. It's it, I, considering it's that not. one of the monsters uses a power called Spirits Within. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I I want to I want to go back to something Heather said a second ago because I think it was a, it was a really great point and it's a really great insight. And there's an example in the recent past. Uh, in current gaming generation of Square Enix doing the exact opposite, uh, which is having trade-offs for equipment. And that's Final Fantasy VII Remake, a game I adore. A game I think is so fun. A game that I also think just has a great combat system that has, you know, not the most difficult game I've ever played, but a little bit more challenge to it and a little bit more tactical considerations you have to do. And also that includes your loadout of your equipment for your characters. So Cloud, for instance has starts off with a buster sword. The buster sword has like, you know, a couple of materials uh, slots and then just like sort of like a very it's a very balanced weapon in terms of attack and magic attack. You, as you progress, you get ga- you get, uh, we- uh, you know, weapons that have like more materials slots, which allows you to have more abilities in them um, and maybe a higher magic attack, but like a lower uh, you know, a, a, a regular attack for then your buster sword or you get an, a weapon like the nail bat, which is just like a super powerful weapon with no materia slots. So if you want to go like, you know, I'm just going to go full on bruiser. I'm just going to go guy who's going to going to fuck shit up. That's the direction I'm going to go. You get, you can do that. And, and like, it actually feels like, even though you've got like a clearly defined player character cloud in the same way that, 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 you know, Clive is in this game, a character who has his own like established narrative. You're not really like role playing this character all that much. You're not making that many decisions for them. Still, you get to choose how you want to build them. And I like I think that's super fun. I ended up just running the Buster Sword the whole game, partly because it was like, you know what? It's fucking cloud and that that feels appropriate. But I know that there are all sorts of ways to to play it. And I kind of wish there was more of it. I mean, I do wish there was more of that in Final Fantasy 16 instead of just like, OK, now I have the Bastard Sword plus one. All right, what the fuck? Uh, sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What the, I honestly don't even know what the fuck equipment I have most of the time. I like when games let you change aesthetics right like i kind of got that's part of it i kind of got sick of seeing clive's clothes i wanted to see different clothes i wanted to just like wear different armor yeah that'd you be know fun. yeah like that's not going to change the game that much maybe you know a stat like you know a trade-off of some kind right like that's like fine maybe he's a little like uh sturdier but more resistant or less resistant to certain types of attacks or whatever like that could have been cool. well i think I think also because the elemental attacks don't have, you know, again, it's all just yeah. raw damage that that also removes some of the ability to, you know, uh, give you some trade offs. You can change the look of Link, which, yes, you know, 20 years ago, if you'd been like, yeah, you can put Link in different clothes, it would be like, what? It's Link. You don't put Mario in different clothes. But then that started to happen also. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's weird that. In a time of Elden Ring, in a time of like even Legend of Zelda letting you dress your character in different things, that Final Fantasy is so 
and I know that we're complaining in both directions here, but it's it is weird that the only aesthetic change on Clive is the fucking sword. And often that change is not crazy enough. Like the swords in these games are iconically bizarre, like water sword or like a sword that's like made out of a pretzel like you like crazy fucking weaponry don't give me that and none of none of that is here like all the swords are kind of just there's like a purple kind of gruff looking one and a red sort of slicey looking one but like generally speaking they're kind of all basically the same and i want to wield a big cactor or something yeah um i shared with you guys uh in the chat the lineage of final fantasy development teams and i think that's really interesting um after final fantasy 6 the development team sort of split in half and you had one half go off to final fantasy tactics and one half go off to final fantasy 7 the lineage on the 7 team is 7 8 10 13 and 7 remake and then there is a small branch off that is kingdom hearts type 0 and final fantasy 15 right on the other side is Tactics, 9 and Vagrant Story, 12, Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy 14 Online, and then Final Fantasy 16. And you can feel the difference between this team and the other team in, in this game. Like, this game feels a lot more like Tactics and... But it's it. But also it's like seven, eight, ten, thirteen, and seven remake all kind of feel like the same story being told across games. Like some kind of aesthetic, some vocabulary, some like the things that are important to that team. A little bit more science fiction and and cyberpunky. Yeah, yeah. The things that are important to that team remain the flavor of Final Fantasy that I'm familiar with. Whereas Tactics 9, 12, and 16 are a little bit different. And the truth is... 12, a little more austere and high fantasy. 12 is like fucking weird. Like, yeah, 12 is great. 12 is fantastic. You still get these like, you know, pontificating white dudes in armor who are like, well, the role of Dalmasca shall not be bent. Like you get all that shit in 12, but also... They're all wearing what looks to be clocks. Like every piece of clothing <laughs> in 12 is like a clock. <laughs> like, whereas 16, it's like, yeah, okay, that's a... And the... Man, I really wanted to love this so much. Me too. The towns are ugly. And yeah. they're not... They're not... Specific enough to be Assassin's Creed medieval towns where you're like, oh, I guess that's the kind of well they used to use. And they aren't fantasy enough to be like, oh, cool, that building is on top of a crystal. Like there are some iconic visual towns in Final Fantasy 16, but all of your general towns are the same sort of medieval town or the same sort of desert town over and over again. And and they don't stand out quite enough to where, like, you're going to some of these places a couple of times 
And every time I go back, I'm like, wait, where is this? Oh, okay, it's over there. Like, it's like I have to like reorient myself. It's not like yeah. they're easy to like remember the layouts. Um, something that I've I've read about and experienced a little bit was in the new game plus. You can um, after you beat the game one time you can get a new harder mode called Final Fantasy mode. And I think that's so crazy (laughs) that it's locked behind having to finish the game (laughs) to play it with a harder difficulty. Because I started it, I started my new game plus in Final Fantasy mode. And I will say, it's harder. But I don't know if it's like more fun. Because like your first encounters that you're having are with level 40, like, you know, level 43, wherever wherever you end up. Uh, whatever carries over for you, uh, they're at your level and they should be easy to take down because they're the first guys you encounter. But you're just hitting them for so long and they're not really hitting you back because they're like they're they're the first encounters, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah, that, that's that's a, that's another issue I think with the combat is that just like some of the the quote unquote challenge just comes from the duration of these battles, yeah. which is just like there's not there's nothing mechanically all that complicated about fi- this particular boss no. fight. All of their tells are really obvious uh, and. But I just have to fight them for like, you know, 12 straight minutes. And so basically the main thing I'm battling is just fatigue. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I mean, people are getting mad at us. They're this not going to be mad. And commercially beloved. I know. I know. I know. People, I just, I'm, we're, we want to like this game. We're rooting for this game. I just it's just didn't quite connect with with me. Um, I also think that the you just speaking of the combat, the thing that, you know, happens with some of these boss battles is the cinematic strikes and evasions, which to me are just another thing of like, it it feels kind of retrograde. It feels like, I know this is an element that happens. We still have context, uh, you know, sensitive, uh, these sorts of events that happen. But I, I, to me, this feels like if you're playing a PS2 game, you know, and you're like, what are games going to look like? What are games going to be like in 20 years? You'd be like, well, like this, but prettier. You know, if you didn't have an imagination, you'd just be like, I don't know. This will they'll be the same sort of thing. You'll press a button, a time you have a timed button press and a glorified cinematic. Um, and uh, during a boss battle, that that sort of thing will happen. And I, I just felt like none of that was 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 all that satisfying, and and it, and it felt like style over substance, which is like maybe a general critique I have for this game. Can we? Are, we haven't talked about the story really at all. Is there anything we can say about the story, like in the like just the early part of it? Like I know I've seen all of it, so I know how it shakes out. Uh-huh. But like the very basic story is, yeah, you're this like prince who is assigned to protect this uh, your your younger brother, which is like weird because like you would do that anyway. <laughs> like you like <laughs> you wouldn't just be like I'm gonna let my little brother die. Like you know you're just gonna you protect him. Your brother has these powers of a phoenix, uh, and then there's like an incident where you believe him to have passed away, and you believe it that it was somebody. Uh, it's fault. Um, but because he has his powers of the Phoenix, you as the player and observer of the story know that there's no way he's dead <laughs> because he has Phoenix powers. Uh, yes. And then later on, you learn that it was actually your fault, kind of. We should, I feel like we should get, we should just get into spoiler country because you're kind of recapping a lot of it. So, okay. Uh, well, you know, it's everyone the beginning. Just, you know, hold on to your, 
hold on to your hats and glasses, uh, saddle up. That all happens in like the first like buckaroo. hour. I yeah, but I know, but yeah, but you're. I feel I just see the road you're going down, and you're on that pack mule, and you're you're descending into the canyon. Notice spoiler. All right, giddy up, motherfuckers. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> yeehaw, we're yeehaw, uh, and so then I don't know, like the time. There's a time jump, right? Like there's like you start the game as you're older. You could, I like the time jump. I think the time jump is cool. I think it's. No, sorry, I think it's time cool. jump sucks. No, I think it's cool. I, here's it's the a, thing I'll say about the time a, jump. Wait, which? Okay, we're in spoiler country, so yes. there are. There's more than one time jump. There's multiple time jumps. I think it's cool because a lot of a lot of a lot of times nowadays these video game characters they're modeled after somebody, right? Or they're like sort of loosely modeled after a person. Not all of them are. Uh, all like human characters are created. Um, are like brand new designs, right? Or at least they're like motion captured a little bit. These guys, they were like, hey, we're going to make a new guy and we're going to make him young. <laughs> we're going to make him a little older and then we're going to make him just like a little bit older than that too. Like you, you don't ever really get to see right. a video game character age in a specific way, which That's I think true. is cool. Um, mm-hmm. And I will say that it's, it's fucking ridiculous in that little bit older seat like it's there's a five there's a negligible there's like a 18 year time jump or something and then there's like a five-year time jump and the five-year time jump happens after you've been playing with clive for a while so you've been leveling him up but then five Mm -hmm. years goes by and the dude doesn't level at all and he doesn't get any new equipment like Wearing the in same clothes. Five fucking years that dude hasn't hasn't fought one monster. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's uh, that's just like a video game yeah. thing. I don't know how you resolve that. Uh, I think they could have just made him five levels higher. It wouldn't have mattered. Like they're fake. Sure. Like just give him five. Like you'd be like, oh wow, you know, like make him thirty levels higher. Who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you obviously you meet some characters along the way uh, that are going to help you in your journey. The the best of which. Is Sid? I love Sid's Sid. Great. I thought I thought you were going to say Torgal. Well, Torgal, Torgal fucking rocks. He's Sid, not Sid helpful at all. Dog, Torgal's great. No, no, but he's cool. Torgal fucking blows. He's not great. good. His heal, his healing ability is worse than Donald's. Uh, it's real bad. <laughs> like he doesn't do anything. He'll like attack. Uh, you know, Torgal to me, my boy. Yeah, you can make him attack and stuff, but like otherwise, he's not really doing anything. Um, but also, I, yeah. the attacks with the dog don't juggle or anything. Like if because I keep my 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 battle menu basically on Torgal the entire. Like, there's no reason to be on the fucking potion menu. So like I'm doing sick and ravage and sick and ravage and nothing is fucking happening. Like you keep hoping that that yes the the I, I forget sick I think is just the attack and ravage is the one that that sort of uh, uh, pops them in the air right and it's like you keep you, I keep hoping like okay this will start some sort of combo sequence yeah. that this is and maybe there is a way to do it that I just didn't quite you know maybe maybe but uh, it it isn't quite as effective as you want it no. to be. No, um, but the main the main focus of the story is you're trying to f- figure out what the hell's going on with your brother uh and then once you find that out the main thing that you're doing is you're destroying the mother crystals and along the way you fight these um dominance of certain icons 
uh, and then that's how you get more powers. You have you have the you have right. Ifrit, uh, Ifrit's powers, and then you know you meet all the ones from Final Fantasy along the way. You're 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 uh, uh, well. That's all I'll say. Garuda, I think, is the second. Is Garuda, the next one, right? Titan, you know, gives you the arrow powers, uh, and from there you get more powers, and you can do like mix and matching in there, and then then you're off to the races, and that's that's sort of what the story is, and then you know more stuff happens later that I won't spoil because that's deeper than where you guys are. I think that there are some cool story things. First off, I want to shout out that I don't remember there ever being uh, gay characters in a Final Fantasy game before. And there are gay characters that are story important and there are gay characters like on the street. Yeah. Like you'll pass by dudes who are just like, will I see you tonight? I'm gay. You're gay, too. Uh, which I like. Um, that That's nice. It's nice. It's not the whole fucking world. No, you know, like it's not like everybody is gay, but it's nice to have like a little bit of inclusion. And apparently that was such a problem that the game is not being released in Saudi Arabia, which, yeah, good on good on them. Um, there there's a, an element in the story that I like and we're in spoiler country and I don't know if Nick's gotten to this. Uh, so it'll be a spoiler for Nick, too. Do I don't care. You don't care. I like that. He's not going to do it. These the people who have magic powers are treated like shit by the world. Yes, like they are right. they are they are enslaved effectively. And then also that those magic powers kill the user. Mm-hmm. Like over time, it just kills you. And I was like, that's that's neat. That's a cool fantasy idea. I mean, it's not cool like good. No. But it's it's cool. Um yeah, anyone with any sort of extraordinary ability or uniqueness is is tends to be marginalized. Yeah. So that would that makes sense. Yeah, I like I like that because generally in these games, if you have magic, it's like, oh, you're a wizard. Congratulations. Like it's like everybody's yeah. happy for you. And then this, it's like, oh my God, my son was born with magic powers. Put him in the trash. <laughs> like, <Yeah. it's, laughs> like that's kind of neat. Yeah, it being a curse. I, that, that is cool. Um, what's not neat is that uh, every quest that you have ha- ends with the exact same gesture by Clive. He hands something to somebody or receives something, and then that person walks off camera because you have to justify why they're not standing in the same place on the map. Um, that's not great. I guess that's not a story point. That's just that's just a grumpiness. I'm just grumpy while, while we're it. talking while we're talking story story, and this is another thing that is new to the game, and the other thing that I love beyond the combat is active time lore. Love it. I've talked about it before. Love active it. time lore is great. Look, it's, you know, video games. I, I I've heard some issues, some, some complaints about like, hey, it disrupts the pacing and and the cinematic nature of the cutscenes. I get that, but also, we video games are experienced differently than. You know, the, than than other medium than and and I think like like the the ability to to pause any cutscene at any time or and also like basically any at any point in the world and just sort of see who the fuck are these people, especially for me when I was dealing with like hey I had to take a few days away for uh, uh you know because I had some 
uh, 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 some picket line duty or because I was uh, I was traveling or something like that and come back to the game like what the fuck is going on who the fuck are these people mm-hmm. what is this land called just having that at the ready I think is so great and I hope more games emulate this Pentiment had a similar system uh, very different kind of game but just like you could kind of basically hyperlinks for every keyword and you could get context for mm-hmm. everything at any point I think it's awesome and I think it really helps uh, the world building in the story I would love I mean like I love any uh, essentially a compendium an index there are characters in the game that you can go talk to and basically look up anything that has ever happened in the world there's uh, like maps that you can examine of both character relationships and also the way the countries have interacted with one another all that shit i love like give me more of that that's great it's delicious the side quests in this game Either <laughs> suck <laughs> or are fine. <laughs> like none of them, I, none of the ones that I've done are, and I did quite a few of them. Uh huh. I think by the time I was done with the game, I had like ten left on my map, at least. So that could have been maybe you know that could be more depending on the progression of those. A lot of a lot of the early ones are, hey, I need wood. Yes, right. Wood for the guy. Hey, thanks. Just go get this resource. I need. Can yeah. you help deliver these plates to the people? Yeah, sure. Oh, this person needs this. Can you take it to them in this town? Great. Oh, I, I don't mind that because that's almost like tutorial, you know, type yeah. stuff. It's like fine. Like I'm getting. I maybe if you've never never played one of these games before, now you know how a side quest. Works. Well, later on. It's like, hey, somebody has something I need over there. Can you go get it? Yeah. Go yeah. get it. Okay, here's the thing that that guy needs. You can take it back to him. Great, I'm going to go take this back to that guy. Give it to him. Side quest is done. Uh, like they, they don't get much more yes. like, difficult <laughs> as like the game goes on. There's like some that have um, more beats than others. Like There's a um, one series of side quests, Blacksmith Blues, where Blackthorn gets sad at the things he's making or like, and yeah. like yep. you have to go get him something to cheer him up. And he's like, oh, cool. I have this now. Now I can make the thing a lot of it. But it's like or sometimes you have to fight. There's like, oh, there's these there's an infestation of uh, those like floating bomb head things. Uh, mm-hmm. Go take those out for me. And then, you know, I can give you this or whatever. Uh and so it's like it's a lot of stuff like that. There's not like a like there was one that was actually pretty sad. That's kind of early on where you learn about you're learning about how people with magic powers are being treated. Uh and uh this one little girl is like playing with is like is missing her uh her yeah. like her dominant or whatever or her um her branded that they're all called branded if you have magic you have like a brand of some kind on you uh the, and the yeah. quest you're referring to is the only good side quest yes and you are looking for this girl's branded you don't know where she is you find her dead behind the side of a house you're looking for her pet. Yeah, so then she treats her like a pet, yeah. So so you're going around, like, looking for a dog. Yeah. And then you learn that it's her branded that you're actually looking for, and you find. And she's like, oh, no, I didn't right. know that was going to happen. And then she, like, learned that. 
She's uh, yeah. she's inches away from kicking the corpse. Yes. It's it's, it's a great that's a great side quest. That's a good one. Uh, but then the rest of them, I'm just sort of like, I just kind of did them and was like, I don't even really care what they're saying. Right. I just like know that it's going to point me to where I need to go and I can go do that and come back and, and, and do it. I really like, so here's something I like. I like the lore stuff in this game, Mm -hmm. as I've said, like, I like all the dictionaries and tomes and like all that stuff. I also like a lot of the item description and like menus on the wall at taverns that you can like read yeah um that being said the game hates chocobos and none of the other final fantasy games have hated chocobos Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. is pervasive throughout all of the descriptions of stuff on like on the walls or in your inventory i've got a few screenshots here like bloody hide is a very typical crafting material that you receive from killing monsters. Who the fuck knows what you use it for? Cause I've never had to make anything. Um, <laughs> like every time I go to make something at a blacksmith, it's like, you need like six of these. And I have like 99 out of 99 in my inventory. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, bloody hide when properly treated with urine, lime, salt, and a lengthy soak in chocobo brains, this Iker flecked skin will make for a fine piece of leather indeed. It's like cho- chocobo brains. Okay. Uh well, um then there's there's like a menu. Ah, here it is. Um one of the menus has drink, uh, uh Gotland 870, brandy wine, imperial gold, meat. Uh, Pandemane, stone blue, black pudding, smoked kippers, salt loach, roast hare, and then also chocobo stew. So these motherfuckers are eating these fucking birds. Like they're eating them and, and, and killing them, bashing open their skulls to like tan leather. Uh, there's a, uh, description at one of the restaurants to marinate chocobo prepare hen by draining blood and removing both head and feet (laughs) stir into a deep bowl of watered wine preferably of the red variety honey salt pepper nutmeg and any other seasonal savory herbs if you so desire add to the bowl the dressed bird and let it lay in a dark room for a single turn of the sun break the breastbone and ready your force meat thusly Chop together the heart and liver of the chocobo and mix it with the crumb of a stale barm and kupo nuts soaked in boiled cream. Like they hate fucking chocobos. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if this is in other ones, but they're like in the battle area and you can fight and kill them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean look, it's it's a departure from how chocobos have been handled i think there's uh you know like a like a like an a layer to like look this world is just that bleak and fucked up mm-hmm. that this is what happens but i think it 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 typifies what is the one issue for this game for longtime fans which is, is it's kind of running away from what we like about it uh it's it's trying to be more game of thrones and less anime and we liked it being anime i think there would so i think if it had gone full game of thrones though i would have been completely on board if this had been final Mm. fantasy colon elden ring i'd have been like fuck yes this is my favorite game of all time you've got 
your sexy dude with his long hair and every encounter is terrifying and then also everybody is dying constantly i'd be like fuck i'm on board i'm on board let's see some fucking okay this is gonna be my fucking biggest complaint if you're gonna (laughs) imply nudity if you're gonna like do that fucking austin power shit don't do that yeah i want to see how yeah i want i want to i want to see it all we've got we've got violence we've got like fuck and like you know, cock said in this yeah, game. Like we're so we cussing. They say fuck all <laughs> the time. My favorite fucks in the game are when you are Ifrit See some and hog. you say fuck. Like when you're a fucking kaiju <laughs> and you say fuck, it rules. It is so funny. Because not just fuck, it's like fuck. Yeah, it, it's kind of like the, okay, well, well I think this, this also kind of speaks to how calculated it is for not just a Western, but particularly an American or North American audience, which is like knowing that like Americans are very squeamish about sex and nudity, in particular when it comes to their, their children being exposed yeah. to it. So like, hey, I'll let my teenager play this game with fucking gore and cussing, but uh, there better not be any breasts in it, you know? But I, 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 yeah, I don't know, they, they could... <laughs> I can't give it give us one. Uh they 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 should have yeah, they think they should have gone all the way. Uh do we want to talk about some of the uh the music? Yeah. Love the music. I like the music. Don't love it. Don't hate it. I like it. I've got a couple of tracks here that um are my my picks for Final Fantasy music. They mostly sound like town themes though i do have some like uh some uh field music here uh once you pick play play just any of them matt here we go this one's um idols of the empire that's a good one this on in the background for a long time and you do it's one of the songs you hear a lot yeah (laughs) but it's good feeling how about how about another one matt well we play another final fantasy 16 track here's uh martha's rest the founder's footsteps oh okay well Kind of similar. It's kind of the same, yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay, wait. But but I like it. I like it, but oh, this this is why I only like this soundtrack. Yeah. Because I feel like the town themes in Final Fantasy games have been pretty disparate. Like Fisherman's Horizon doesn't sound like Balam Garden. And these two all timers. Yeah. And they're both in the same game. Um, I do like this overworld theme, though, uh, from running around and killing some monsters. Yeah. Three reads forevermore. Yeah. This is a really good track to play while you're hearing footsteps. 
which is a lot of what the like running around is. Yeah, just like footsteps and great orchestration. Talking about running around too, when you do the side quest where you can get the chocobo and you can then use the chocobo in the overworld and, uh, and, and, and you know, sort of effectively fast travel, like, you know, throughout the map, it's too clunky to get on and off the chocobo. <laughs> I think you should be able to jump off of the chocobo. You can Game jump onto the it. Chocobo. What's that? It's, it's the Diablo 4 mount yes. problem. It's uh you know it's like there's a, there's a weird it's it's just dismounting and mounting like that should be I I don't know look oh, this is the thing oh, fuck I'm just I I I think that after I post Elden Ring I just want every mount to work yes. like that yeah absolutely which is unfair to other games but it's just like they they just they sort of solved it I feel like I have to play just the victory fanfare because I feel like it's in this game it's really good and I don't. For some reason, I feel like you don't hear it enough. Like, you hear it sometimes, mm. but I'm like, this should happen every time. <laughs> That's good shit. That rules. Yeah, it's it's really fucking good. And, you know, how are they going to surprise us with each one? You know, how what's, what's the new version of it? And this is a great yeah, take. Yeah, really, really good. Um, we should we should wrap this up because I, I, I we're we're running tight on time and everyone's going to be mad at us. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, but nobody I, is listening uh, to the second half of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we should get uh, we should get some of your thoughts. It's time for the you play of our we play you play your review crew the Ryu crew. Hello, All right, here we go. This for, These are all from our Discord, discord.gg slash getplayedpod. Is that what it is? Um, here we go. This one's from Not Rock. Uh, what's up, Not Rock? What's up, Not Rock? Uh, Hi, Not Rock. Is this game perfect? No. Is this a game where I said, holy shit, out loud to myself more than I can ever remember doing? Yes. Wow. All right. <laughs> I think that's yeah. fair does have some holy shit moments and like yeah we didn't even really talk about the like the icon battles they're all like basically huge kaiju fights you versus the other uh icon and it, it rocks it's it's all, all that stuff yeah. rules um they 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 look really cool i wish it felt like there were any stakes but it like, like just in terms of the uh absence of of any sort of difficulty yeah. to them but i but it, they do it look doesn't great. feel like you could fail those encounters at all <laughs> like it's right. like okay well this is the sequence where i get this um this next one's from mirror b Play the demo, and my wife thought Torgal was so cute that she bought me the game. 10 out of 10 adorable little puppies. Wow. Oh, that's nice. That is cute. It's a cute a story. cute story, and Boldasaur writes, Year of the Torgal slash Turgal. I'm telling you guys. Turgal from Jedi Survivor. Torgal yeah, yeah. from Final Fantasy 16. Mm. Lots of Turg. A lot. That's it's just a lot of it's just interesting. That's all I'll say about it. Is that it's just interesting. Give me one more. What's next? Targle. Uh, I guess I'm throwing away my script. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Targle. This next one is from Rebel of the Neon God. Give Whoa! It, fuck! <laughs> Holy shit! Fuck! 
<laughs> Hold on, I got a Bing Rebel of the Neon God. Is that anything, or is that a... Oh, okay, that's a 1992 film. Oh. It was a Taiwanese film that came out in 1992. Excellent. I gotta fucking watch it. Excellent name. Yeah. Title oh, alone, shit. that is good. They write, Given the slump the series has been in for so long... It's really cool that they've made a significant comeback with number with the number 16. It feels like some tension or dissonance has been resolved or like a musical measure that has been completed, as in with the 16th notes. There's no other series in the world I want to complete every game from. So this has been a really momentous release for me. Hey, I'm glad you enjoyed yeah, it. I, I think this me is, too. you know, can I just say that because oh, I'm not trying to yuck anyone's yeah, yum. Me neither. We're, me we're neither. sharing me our neither. thoughts. I, I love that. Matt. I love that our friend Matt had a great time. with <laughs> Me this too. Game. Um. I I think that I wonder if there's something because I've had this discussion with people about Indiana Jones and I think that there are some people who maybe really didn't like uh, Crystal Skull but enjoy the latest Indiana Jones because it is something of a return to form even though I feel like the latest the latest indie doesn't work at all uh, and I didn't like it and I also don't have the objections to to Crystal Skull that a lot of people do so I wonder if there's sort of a thing of like if pe- if people really had a negative reaction to 13 and 15 mm-hmm. that maybe they're like more positive on this game whereas someone like Heather who absolutely loved 15 is maybe going to be uh you know uh, biased the other way I don't know I, I I'm just a theory I don't want to get too into this mm-hmm the latest indie had me up until act three. I was like, okay, this is like fine. Not the most fun, but fine. Act three. Uh-huh. I was like, this fucking sucks. I was like, this, this is so bad. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't care for the movie, but act three is so bad shit that I was like, in a okay. series where <laughs> right. they, they they've seen something. aliens and I'm yes. like fine with that as an idea. Cause like, who cares? Yeah, the seven hundred year old Grail Knight. All right, fine. Yeah, sure, I don't yeah. give a shit. And then what happens? What happens in Act Three of Indy Five? Is like, oh I'm my text god! You don't about don't this. spoil it. Don't <laughs> no. spoil it because I haven't seen it yet. It. I have. I forgot that Nick saw it too. That he didn't like it. Nick, after this, I'm going to text you something very specific about it afterward. Um, okay, great, great. This one's from uh, Riley Relly. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, R E L I on on our Discord. Uh, sorry for botching that. What's uh, up, buddy? Wasn't planning on playing it until I saw my husband do the Bahamut fight. Immediately kicked him off the game and started and started it myself. The game is gorgeous. The fighting is super enjoyable, and I really enjoyed the story beats. 10 out of 10 would kick husband off the PS5 again to play. Great. Great. Glad you had fun glad, with it. I'm also glad. The combat is great, and it is gorgeous. It does look pretty good, like even though it's, like, mm-hmm. ugly. <laughs> like, <laughs> the stuff that pops really pops. Um... This one's from Garu Hodo. Uh, Medieval English Kaiju Simulator 16 is one of my favorite games this year, and it's a crowded year. (laughs) 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 That's honestly kind of how I feel about it, too. Like, I know that, like, you know, I I did, uh, you know, levy some complaints also uh, along with with you two. I obviously liked it more than you guys in general. In a year where... Tears of the Kingdom didn't come out, and this game came out instead, it might be my number one. Uh, but because Tears of, Tears of the Kingdom is on a completely different thing, and also uh, I liked it a lot more than than this. Uh, well, yeah. well, also I think like, and, and, and for my experience, like a big part of how you res- respond to a game is like when it hits you and what the other context is. I think if Dave, the diver doesn't like come out of nowhere 
this past month and absorbed so much of my gaming yeah. time. I probably would have put more hours. I mean, I definitely would have put more hours into Final Fantasy 16 and I might have a different take. But, you know, unfortunately, the game of the year came out uh, by sheer coincidence. <laughs> I will say that um, it's in part because my hours are so shifted that nobody is ever online when I'm ready to play Fortnite. Um, but the last month I have mostly played Final Fantasy with very few Fortnite breaks. And considering the uh, the tonnage of Fortnite that I was playing before that, um, it's not it's not a bad game. Like Final Fantasy is not a bad game. Um, and I don't resent that I've had to play it for the show. Um, it's just just not not for me. Not for you. That's okay. Here's somebody that might agree. This is Ace 3. What's up, Ace 3? The highs are high, but man, the game can drag in between those moments, but overall, enjoying the game almost up to the final boss. Now, it took me way too long to realize that I could have actually mixed different icon powers into the different icon-based sets. Ooh. That's... You have to know that, that you can do that. Yeah. It kind of does it for a game that has like a lot of uh, so, holds your hand through some of the tutorials, like as some certain aspects like that, I feel like are kind of buried. Some of the aspects, yeah, like of like the gameplay are like buried for how much there is like you can look at anything like and it'll tell you, you know, like lore and stuff like that. Like they're like very like you can find anything how to do any, any of this, but like. You have to master, like, I don't think there is, like, a specific tutorial that's, like, or, like, a, a menu that tells you. It, you have to master an icon ability for you to be able to place it within a different set. Like, let's say you have um, the Phoenix one, but you want to use a Gerudo uh, ability in that in one of those slots. You have to master one of those slots, uh, which is using experience, like... Um, it's called a different thing. I can't remember what it's called. Ability, Ability points, points or yeah, something. To, uh, yeah, which is yeah, yeah. which which is just a, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Which is just another thing that just kind of like upgrading your the the, the effectively what the skill tree is exactly. in the game also kind of feels kind of inso- inconsequential and all right, what is this? All right, so I've mastered this thing. All right, sure. And then you can put it you know. though. You could take it out of the Gerudo one, and you can put it, you know, in Titan or in. Uh, Phoenix yeah. or whatever, or if yeah, if for it, um, I'll tell you, late game, you're mixing and matching. You got some good stuff. You got some pretty nice stuff. Late game, it's. I had a lot of fun at the end. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust you on the late game being fun. Yeah, uh, you're not gonna take my word for it necessarily, but you're gonna you're gonna trust me. <laughs> no, I'm, I will take your word for it. I will absolutely take your word for it. I'm gonna uh, finish it. I'll play it. I'm going to play it all the way through and then I'll be able to say in yeah. a couple of weeks whether or not my mid-game judgment held because maybe I'll be like, holy shit, this yeah. was great. That was great. This is awesome. This is my prediction. Because Heather has put so much time into it and is pretty close, Heather will finish it. I think Nick might play it for a few more hours maybe and then uh, be like, fuck this. I- I'm not doing this. Yeah, I think that's a fair prediction. But you know what I am going to do? I am going to watch Rebels of the Neon. Oh, God. yeah. It's on Mubi. Nice. Great streaming service. That's, yeah, I I, I want to know all about that. Uh, this is the last one I'll read. I'll report back next week. From This is from Homac. 
on our Discord. What's up, Homac? I've been a big fan of Final Fantasy for most of my life, but I've but I've somewhat checked out since X. None of the games past it have really clicked with me, but this one was such a breath of fresh air that it's like the first game in the series I've actually reached the end of since X. Fantastic mm, game. Wow. Wow. Everybody's, Very different than 10, Everybody's too. doing a different journey. And I'm here's yeah. what I'll applaud. There's no other series of games that does this. No. 100%. Like, go ahead and have... It's... If you're 16 games into a series and we get to, like, point at different ones and be like, oh, I like that one. Oh, I like this one. Like, there's nothing... Like, Call of Duty may have 16 games. I'm sure it does. But you don't... Like, nobody's like, man, the Call of Duty where you were, like, dogs... Instead of soldiers, <laughs> was crazy. And it's a strategy game. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's it's like if you look back at uh, the the Super Nintendo Zelda mm-hmm. or the Super Nintendo Mario games, mm-hmm. and you you can draw like a squiggly line to uh, Tears of the Kingdom and Super Mario Odyssey. It's like okay, these are these are, this is like a 3D version of the same core fundamental gameplay evolved in a lot of de- you know uh, over. Over the years, I think if you look at Final Fantasy four, which Matt is playing now, and you look at Final Fantasy 16, it's like, wow, that's like a complete departure from the conventions of the series in a cool way. So, yes, that is that is I like that about uh, this game. I like I I like that they took that swing. Uh, And that's it for the Ryu crew, everybody. Thanks for writing in and uh, being part of our cool little discord community. We love that. And that's this week's Get Played. Our engineering is by Alex Gonzalez, Dead Air Alex G on Twitter and Instagram. And hey, we've also got our paywalled show Get Animate going, which you can now find only at patreon.com slash get played. Uh, Heather, get animate this week. Well, we're back on our shit covering the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya mid 2000s mega hit season two. And we're watching episodes 13 and 14. That's right. That's right. Uh, so come check us out on patreon.com slash get played. Uh, you don't have to like anime in order to listen because it's just us. We're, we're just talking about stuff. But it's if you like us. anime, then yeah. you will definitely love it. Yeah, just as we have listeners who apparently don't play video games and listen to this podcast, we also have listeners who don't watch anime and listen to get animated. So, you know, you can be in that demographic if you like. But I would I encourage you to watch along the show, especially this one. This one's a lot of fun. It was new to me and Matt, but uh, we're really enjoying it. Melancholy of Harui Su- uh, Suzumiya, our episodes, patreon.com slash get played. Guys, I think. I think you all got played. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Got us. <laughs> <laughs>